Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety. Um, anxiety takes on different forms in different people, and there's many different levels to anxiety also. I'll be talking a little bit about depression, but hopefully I'll be talking about depression in a much deeper um, discussion in another podcast. So again, today's more about anxiety. And, and, you know, anxiety can be just a state of overwhelm, which is at some level a mild form of anxiety because we're not fully engaged into being present. Um, we're very caught up in a, a mental emotional state of some sort. You know, it's we get caught up in thinking patterns of life that, and sometimes we pick them up as childhood levels. You know, a lot of our patterns of thinking actually originate with our parents. So we have to, you know, really understand how much of our perception of life, our mental, emotional health and balance is really ours or how much of it is just learned behaviors, behavior from our parents. You know, I grew up with, you know, both of my parents, you know, had their own anxiety issues um, to deal with. And so as a child, we're trying to understand what it's like to be a child, but we're also trying to navigate through our parents' stuff, their issues. You know, they, all parents have issues of some kind that they're trying to dance with because parents are trying to discover who they are at each stage of life as children are, and they're trying to understand how to be in a relationship, how to raise children, how to make a living. And there is a lot of pressure on grown-ups, parents, people in life in general, even single people now. There's more pressure than there ever was in the past to, to make a lot of money just to survive and make ends meet. But we can go through life and look at all these events that we have as just events in time and space, or we can look at them as a bunch of overwhelming things that we have to deal with. We can do the exact same thing, but just label it differently. So, you know, sometimes it'll be like, okay, I'm going to drag myself, you know, away from my work and I'm going to make myself sit down somewhere outside and breathe and relax. And then I'm going to drag myself back in and go back to work and do what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, we can phrase it that way, or we can simply say, you gave yourself permission to get up, go have a break, sit outside for five minutes, relax, and then go back to work. It's the same exact experience, but it's different on how we label it, how we judge it, how we narrate our story. And so often, our story is narrated as if we're a strict parent to ourselves instead of the loving, compassionate beings that we are of just treating ourselves with love and compassion. We forget to do that sometimes. So that's an important part of our dance to, to learn to look at ourselves and not judge so hard, not be our own worst enemy and to be able to, to speak to ourselves and address ourselves in ways of compassion and love because we should love ourselves more than anybody or anything in the world because it's us and we are truly the only ones that really know who we are at all levels. So don't judge all of your characteristics, your habits, your behaviors, thoughts, but honor them and ask how it serves me to have this thought, this pattern, this habit. 
Does it serve me in a productive way on my journey to enlightenment or inner peace? Or does it create more problems, you know, more dis-ease or suffering in our life at some level? So we need to reevaluate our self-perception, our dialogue that we have with ourselves, because we all have that. We all have this internal dialogue that we navigate through, and for some it it works really well, and for others it it doesn't. So um, we have to understand to, to be compassionate and to embrace ourselves on this journey. So with anxiety, as I said, it's a state of overwhelm. You just get so overwhelmed on a sensory level, mentally, emotionally, and physically, that some for some people it's completely immobilizing. It can create symptomology of disease, whether it's feeling like we're having a stroke or all kinds of different things can take place from having a state of overwhelm and anxiety. So anxiety is a constricting of the body. So it changes at all levels. The mind goes into, or the the brain goes into a fight and flight type symptoms where most of the energy will be taken more toward the torso of the body, less to the extremities. And also it changes how the blood flows within our brain. So the lobe that has predominantly to do with logic, there'll be less blood flowing to that part of the brain, that lobe of the brain. Then, you know, trauma, fight, flight type reaction, um, defensive type part of the brain is then more energized, more blood will be flowing to that part of the brain. Because when we get into overwhelm or anxiety, the chemical makeup inside of our body changes. How everything is releasing chemicals, it's stating it's releasing things in the preparation for fight and flight that it keeps you in this state of defensive posturing basically. Your muscles will constrict just slightly because you have to prepare to run or flee from whatever thing whatever's going to happen. So that slight tension in the body will then constrict some of the blood flow. That changes some of the nerves that can create numbness, tingling in body parts that can create dis-ease inside our organs. You know, it can be simple as just really nauseous, bad stomach ache, bad headaches, shortness of breath, or it can lead to, you know, other diseases um, that are much worse than that or much more uh, powerful than just a simple stomach ache or headache. So we need to look at what symptoms we have. How are we creating these? Is this from a state of anxiety? And if it is, then how does it serve us to be to be in that state of anxiety? Is that something that I can change? Now, how can I change it? Because everything in life is changeable. It's just a matter of changing our perception of how we look at it, changing patterns. And how we change patterns is by repetition. You know, for some, it's putting a whole bunch of sticky notes all over the place. And that is a reminder. Some have reminders on their phones. And it can be simply to sit down and breathe for a while for three or four breaths. And it doesn't mean that we have to take a lot of time out of our day to incorporate this whole new routine because we're so overwhelmed already. No, it's simplifying the routine that you already have and making it much more efficient (sighs) by being able to exhale to be able to breathe more freely, to be more alert and present in the moment. 
that allows us to navigate. So with the anxiety, as I was saying, it's kind of a constricting of the whole energy field of our body. When you constrict the energy field of the body, it starts to generate heat. Now that heat starts rising and it interferes with, in Chinese medicine, we call it the Shen, which is the, the spirit of the body, the mind and the spirit. So then the heat is now agitating the spirit. So that can cause us to feel really overwhelmed, heart palpitations. Um, at night, it can lead to nightmares, a really strong dream-disturbed sleep. Um, it can cause tingling and numbness in parts of the body. You know, sometimes the side of the face will start tingling because it's affecting the trigeminal nerve and some of the, the blood flow in that part of the tissue. Sometimes it be an arm or a leg, almost like you're having a stroke type symptomology. But sometimes it is just um, anxiety. If you can sit and take several breaths and start really, re if that slows everything down, if numbness, tingling, if anything like that goes away, but just simply breathing and thinking positive thoughts and so slowing everything down, quieting the mind, quieting the body. And then if that relieves the symptoms, then it was just a, a state of anxiety. If it doesn't, then definitely go to a doctor and seek medical help at the hospital immediately in that case. So ah, remember to exhale. Remember just to be present in the moment and not get overwhelmed because life is a bunch of sequential events. And I know people say, well, I've got all this bill and this bill and this happened and this happened. Yes. But being overwhelmed and having anxiety and stress over anything doesn't help resolve what we're doing. It doesn't help get bills paid. It doesn't help us understand how to make decisions and to move forward. It's counterproductive at all levels because of how I said it changes the the chemical makeup in the body. It changes how the different lobes of the brain actually work with each other. So we need to be able to find a sense of, of balance of, ah, I see this is starting to happen. How can I change it? So then we just simply, ah, okay, I'm having these symptoms. Okay, I'm in a state of overwhelm. Breathe, slow down the mind, program positive thoughts. So if you're, part of your anxiety is you, you're afraid to go outside, afraid to be in public, all that sensory overload, then start programming yourself with that you have inner peace, that you're grounded. Because a big part of anxiety also is energy... As I said, body constricts, generates heat, heat rises. That goes up and it agitates the mind, the spirit. So with doing that, it's changing not only the chemistry of the body and how energy flows in the body, but it, it's changing the digestion. It changes at all different levels. So we need to, to learn to breathe and navigate through that. Replace everything with positive thoughts instead of programming, the continual programming of, of stress and overwhelm, and just simply take one item at a time, one little, uh, one thing that you have to navigate through and deal with it and, and move forward and, and positive thinking at all times. So we want to be able to clear the heat of the heat rising, agitating the mind, the spirit, affecting the dreams. So during this time, eating cooling type foods, melons, um, cucumbers, things like that, uh, taking our feet off because a big part of it is ungrounded. Our energy, as I said, rising up too much. So we need to anchor our feet, ground ourselves more. So, you know, one of the best ways is 
Take your shoes off and go outside and walk on the ground barefoot. Wiggle your feet in mud. Go to the the beach if you have one close and wiggle your feet in sand or in a lake or something like that. Just connect with Mother Earth. Go hug a tree. But somehow ground yourself. Doing things such as breathing meditations, doing yoga, um, tai chi, qigong, all of those help really ground us also. So find a way of really connecting with Mother Earth, gardening, you know, something that gets our gets us connected, hands, feet, something touching Mother Earth. Um, that's very important to help calm the anxiety and, and going around animals because, you know, both people and animals can get anxious, have anxiety. And so, you know, a lot of times animals can help humans heal and humans can help animals heal. So finding that, that connection and balance um, with our friends on this planet. So sometimes if you go and, you know, I have several animals. And for me, if I ever wanted to find out what mood I was in, I would just walk around the animals, and especially my aviary full of birds. I would walk inside and, you know, I'd say, okay, you know, I'm calm today. And I'd walk in the aviary and all the birds were plastered against the side of the, the aviary, you know, getting away. It's like, well, maybe I'm not as peaceful as I thought I was. And, you know, other times I'll walk into the aviaries and the birds would be flying all around me. So I knew that there was a sense of peace. So Animals are great mirrors for us to help us, you know, understand where we are. Um, Except for cats, they have their own personality and they're special for that and I bless them. But for other animals, um, it's important to to have some kind of relationship and and having a mirror to help us understand. And, you know, we've adapted to so many things, as I've said before, so thoroughly. And sometimes overwhelm and anxiety just becomes a normal aspect of life and we just navigate it through it until, you know, something goes wrong in our body and we get sick or something. And so to be able to navigate through all levels of anxiety, whether it's just the the simple overwhelm because a bill came in or something like that, to just the sensory overwhelm of not being able to leave your house, not being able to eat or whatever it is, there's, there's many different levels. <sighs> First exhale, take a few breaths. And then look at all of the the factors that lead up to you feeling like this. Look at said, the patterns of your mind, your thoughts. How does it serve you? What is the inner dialogue that you have with yourself? Is it something of love and compassion for yourself? Or is it something as a mean parent would be saying at a child? So are you speaking to yourself? Or are you speaking with yourself? You know, sometimes there are voices in our head, the dialogue, that's not even us. And, you know, we have to ask... For whom are these thoughts for? Is it, you know, again, our our parents or teacher or some authority figure or somebody in our life that said things that are now st- is now stuck in our head, or is it actually a, something that is our intuition? And to be able to understand how to navigate between intuition and just the unnecessary voices that do exist in all of our heads. So, looking at our patterns and and understanding and being able to live in the present moment. And as I said, just breathe and understand this. So, you know, everything can change. So even if you've had anxiety patterns since you were a child and think this is all I know, it can change. If you have desire to change, anything is possible. All it takes is love, compassion, and repetition. And anything is possible to change in your life. So um, I recently just talking to my sister and she turned 60 and she said, you know, I'm always going to be like 
you have anxiety or be like this. It's like, no, you weren't like this before. Anything is changeable. You know, it's too late. No, it's not too late. We're still alive. We can make changes. We can do amazing things. So just enjoy life. Dance. Sing. Whatever brings you happiness. You know, find a hobby. And some people say, I don't know anything. I don't know. Nothing makes me happy. I can't find joy anywhere. And, you know, now we're getting more into the depression. And I can, again, talk about that more in a future episode. But depression's also an inward folding, but it hasn't generated the heat. It's just where everything is folding inward. Um, you're holding yourself tight, but it doesn't generate the heat that anxiety does, um, which agitates the spirit in a different way. So learn to relax. Find ah, peace, hobby, something that you enjoy, something healthy that you enjoy, preferably. And reset your patterns, um, reset the habits. Again, if you need, it's all about repetition. So for some, it's sticky notes. For some, it's reminders on your phone. But whatever it takes, just take a little time and be willing to put forth effort every day that leads you to a healing journey. So thank you again very much for listening to me on these podcasts. Um, I hope it, it brings some peace and blessings to all of your lives and if you have questions please feel free to um, email me at um, consciousheal.rw at gmail.com um, you can message me on my facebook um, conscious healing with randall wegener and thank you very much enjoy being you thank you for being you blessings to you all and have a great week